This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 100. I know. We did it. We did it, everyone. We did it. We Beat the named hurricane record. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, we're on. I didn't even introduce myself. I don't even think we need to anymore. Yeah. Well, with 29 named uh, tropical storms this harder. year, we don't need to name ourselves. This right. is the Our Take Podcast. <laughs> we Bringing <did> <laughs> you up to the second news <laughs> about tropical storm Theta, the 29th named storm in the Atlantic season, breaking 2005's record. By of how many? 28. By 20. All right. We got it by one. Yes. And we got six weeks left. You no, know, whether it's by one or, or 21. It doesn't matter. It's that we won the game. We won the game. But what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Uh, find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for the ArcticPodcast.com. It is November the 25th. So glad to be back. Yeah, we had a couple weeks of ordered the. Uh, the governor Herbert, he called us and he's like, "Hey, listen, guys, uh, I'm gonna need you to stop. You can't do the show. You can't do the show because yeah. you're gonna get everyone. The Rona goes through your microphones. Right. Uh, what else happened on this day in history? Guess what happened? The in 2005, 28. <laughs> <laughs> no, a coup. Oh, today. I, I, it's amazing how I these things come up. The news today on the days it wasn't we record, here, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no. This one, remember, you were asking me last time yeah. if there's ever been like a, a a more modern coup. Oh yeah, of a industrialized or not industrialized, modernized, right? Whatever, first right. world country, right? All right, 1973 on this day in history, the Athens Polytechnic uprising in Greek <laughs> sounds like a tech in, in Greek a tech in company. Greece, excuse me, uh, led to uh, a coup. Um, it was like a college a student demonstration rejected the Greek military junta of 1967 to 1974. Uh, it escalated to an open anti-junta revolt and ended in bloodshed in the early morning of the 17th of November after a series of events starting with a tank crashing through the gates of the Polytechnic. Well, we look up some you video. always got to have a tank crashing through something right. in, in, with a coup. I mean, that's just... Right. That's just expected. So President George Papadopoulos Bush. was ousted by the <laughs> army. Uh, just a week after these, uh, wow! These demonstrations were put down by the government. So there you go. There's an example of a coup. Who knew that thirty some odd years later we would break the tropical storm record? <laughs> Speaking of storms, storm of the century. Yeah. Now twentieth century. Oh. Okay. Do you know it? Are we talking about hurricanes or? It's just in this. In 1950, the storm of the century hits the eastern United States. I don't know. Also known as the Appalachian Storm, oh. or Appalachian. 
the storm reached blizzard conditions and dumped nearly 60 inches of snow in the Ooh. Appalachian area. It brought unseasonal unseasonal temperatures to the region and caused widespread damage to property. About 150 people were thought to have been killed as a result of it. Wow. That's five feet of snow. That's gross. Yeah. That means I could only, like, the top of my head would be... Right. I wouldn't be able to breathe without, like, a, a, s- a snorkel. Right. <laughs> so, for real, though, we haven't seen each other. Yeah, two weeks. Or two spoken weeks. to each other. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> for, like, two... Yeah, because we obeyed Just, the rules. holding it all in. And, you know, if you speak, then you get Rona, even if it's on the phone. Right. And regardless of a mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Through the sure. phone. The phone is the most... Right. I mean, why do you think all the elderly people are getting it? Because they still talk on the phone. They the rest text. of us text. Right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, a lot of people died today. But anyway. Oh. What's the record? It, uh, we broke it today in Utah. For death? 26. 26 people died in Utah today. Yeah, 2,000 in the U.S. That's, That's horrible. I know. I think. What did I, I saw a projection that said another 220,000 by March. I want to say. I don't know. I don't. Well, you know what? At this rate, I, I don't know because if if you recall back in, well, when when Trump first said there's going to be 200 to 250 people dying, I was like, that's not going to happen. That's crazy. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. And it's not over yet. Well, you know, speaking of Rona. Yeah. You know, a lot of you may not know this because I haven't mentioned it on the last three episodes, um, but I was unemployed thanks to the Rona. I thought you told us. I know I did. Okay. I did a lot, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My position with the uh, SkyWest Airlines was moved to St. George, and I didn't want to move to St. George. Right, for obvious reasons. Yeah, because it's hot and terrible, and I don't do anything there. I don't know. And as as proof of how little we talk, we talked to each other yesterday to... Try and record a show, right? And you said I won't be home, and I said, "What the hell are you talking about? You're unemployed, right?" And you said, "Well, I was gonna wait till the show," <laughs> and I said, "Well, then wait till the show." All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, when I when I was uh, furloughed from Skywest or released or, or canned, uh, sacked, I sacked, sacked. It was kind of I I had the similar emotions as to when I was divorced. Because mm. it was like they left me. I didn't want to leave at all. Right. And they were just like, yeah, screw you, bro. Right. Um, and uh, honestly, that was my dream job, to work at an airline and get to do two of the things I like, graphics and airlines. And um, I wasn't going to be able to travel. And I had actual anxiety about losing my flight benefits. I know. Anxiety. It was crazy. I'm like, right. <laughs> it should have been a I form can't of- pay. I don't want to pay to fly. Yeah, it should have been a form of alimony. I know, right? In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, when when God closes a door, he also closes a window, and you say the hell with that, and you squeeze through the dog door. All right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a new t-shirt. Freaking dog door. <laughs> um, so on Monday, I started my a new job, and... Uh, if I thought working at Sky West was a dream job, this job is a dream job on top of a dream job. This is job inception. Yeah. A, a Con- dream cons- job inside a dream job. Wet dream job conception inception. Yeah. It's yeah. it's all of my last job, mine, plus more things I like to do, minus everything I didn't like to do. 
That's awesome. So I would like to announce today that I am a multimedia developer at SkyWest Airlines. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No. That's fantastic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the last thing I expected. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like I had, this is genuine. Spencer didn't tell me anything about his job. I just knew that he had one, so he couldn't record last night. Yeah. And I was really mad. Because <laughs> uh, I was really wanting to do it. That's kind of true. That's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Multi- so what was your title before? Uh, e-learning developer. Now you're a multimedia. Yeah. So I'm uh, under the uh, corporate communications division or department. The, the CCD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, basically, I'm the only one in my office in Salt Lake. I'll be at the hangar. So I yes. get to work at the airport, which is pretty cool. Um, and I will be doing motion graphics and design and taking pictures. And they said I might, uh, my boss might send me to Denver for a day next week what? to take some video of a VP. So it just looks cool. This cool is awesome. new stuff, yeah. I'm, so I'm pretty happy for about you. it. I'm pretty happy, and I don't have to stop traveling the world. Right. Well, and that's which what... which <laughs> means I may have to look into paying that traffic ticket to <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> my my only question is, do I get my flight benefits back? Yeah, because I never got to use yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I think you know it re-ups again in January. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. But it, here's what happened. Be a little more cautious this time. <laughs> yeah, Spencer said, "Hey, do you want to take part in my flight benefits?" And I said, "Absolutely." He's like, "Okay, it's two hundred bucks to join the program." Yeah, I paid him the two hundred dollars, and the next day, it was like March that 11th. was the same day that Rudy Gobert touched the microphones. Yeah. It was like it was I was watching that clip as I paid Spencer yeah. via Venmo, basically. Uh, so I haven't been able to use, and I didn't think I was ever going to. Yeah, because you you got sacked. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll give you Delta too, and we can just here we, we go. Can take the show on the road. We are going to next year to Japan and Korea. I, I, I really Berlin need to go to the Steel Phallus Festival. Yes, and we've talked about that. Yeah, you know, look it up, people. It's real. It's real. Steel Phallus. There was an angry vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mishear him. He said <laughs> Steel Phallus, and you know they they put in teeth in the vagina, and it. It kept eating the penises, and so they had to make a steel phallus. We probably talked about... Remember that anti-rape device? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> uh, n- yes. Have you seen it? No, no. It's lit- I don't want to pull up a picture, okay? Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. But it's a, de- it's a device, almost like a Chinese finger trap, <laughs> that when, when the phallus is inserted... You can't get out. <laughs> And you, yeah, it, when you pull back, there's teeth that well, grab this is on. It's freaking terrible, though. You're like, what, slinging this guy around? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you tell them. Was it like a die pack or something? Hey, I have a thing. <laughs> I've got a. Okay, I can pull up a picture. It's safe. Uh, here oh, you go. that is. Yeah, sorry, that, that picture's small. But it, see, it has claws. Oh, you know, I think I could 3D print that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can we put our logo on it? Yeah. It has barbs on it. Oh. Is what I'm saying. So, uh, wow. Yeah, it's like a like a like 16 fish hooks. <laughs> it's miserable. <laughs> but I mean, it's what? deserved. Some of, some of it looked like the fish hooks are on the outside. How does? That... Well, no, that wouldn't work at all. Oh, look, work? some they're testing oh, it on a ribbed for her pleasure. Wow, man, hang on a sec. It's I got a hairy legs. I don't know. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> 
like I'm on Google uh, Images here, which we all know can be fun. First of all, I see oh, they're testing anti, it on a flashlight. Anti, <laughs> they are. And then I see hairy stockings. Anti-rake pants. Okay, well. Are a joke, it says. You know, I was planning on getting into a lot of anti-rape gear that, to buy this holiday season. I think this device is absolutely brilliant. How we got from my new job to anti-rape is beyond me, but. Uh, steel phallus. Uh, ah, that's right. That's whatever. right. So, yeah, we can travel. Um, yeah. Speaking of traveling. Yeah. Actually, I couldn't think of any segue at all of this. Okay. <laughs> I have a story. All right. There I was in my room on Sunday, maybe. I don't know what the days anymore. Right. Uh, and my sister was there talking to me, and uh, she's like, oh, my gosh, that spider is huge. And there's a spider on the roof. It's a, it's a black spider, though. Ceiling? Yes. Or, okay. You're right. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a 30-foot spider on the roof. You know what's weird? Hang on just a second. Yeah. What's the top of your mouth called? The roof. The roof of your mouth. Yeah. But what is the top of your room called? The ceiling. The ceiling. Shouldn't the... It should be the ceiling like, of your mouth. inside your nose be the roof of your right. mouth? Right, yeah. The, the t- <laughs> <laughs> or even the top of your head. Yeah. I don't know. My roof? Yeah. I like it weird. Anyway. Anyway, so it's a it's a black spider. It's not... A, it's, a, it's a hairy... It's a jumping spider. Okay. It's big. It's bigger than I than you normally see with jumping spiders. What are you, what are you like a nickel quarter? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um and my sister's like, kill it. I'm like, I'm not gonna kill it. So I grab my magic stick that catches spiders. Right. It's like a like broom bristles yeah. that expand and contract. And I, I I try to get it, but it falls. And it falls kind of behind my bed. I'm like, oh well, oh well. Whatever. So later in the night, I'm uh, on my computer watching TV uh, in my bed, on my bed, and I get a tickle on my leg. Oh, no. And instinctively, I just go, Uh, and then I'm like, (gasps) and I killed it. Did you have guilt? Yeah, I did. I felt so (laughs) freaking bad. I didn't mean to kill it. It was an accident, and I might not. It might have just been stunned, but I took him outside and put put him in the grass, but I I think... (laughs) I think he was not gonna make it. I mean, I sooner or later you're you're going to go vegan. I don't know. Like if there was anybody in my life that I thought, based on their principles, was going to go vegan, yeah, yeah. it's definitely you. Oh, I just felt I felt bad, man. He was just who he was, out he there was just being a spider. Right. And I But who else out there listening when they accidentally strike a spider? We'll scoop it up and walk it to the grass and and set its body down, hoping that it reanimates. I just hope it makes it. I don't know. I, it could be. I hope so. It could be. It's a defense mechanism in, yeah, in yeah. some, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, I didn't hit it that hard, I thought. but I Well, know. I mean, I'm sorry that happened to you. I don't know. But, you know, a lot of people are probably creeped out by that. And I was creeped out by something else earlier in the week. Okay. Okay. Now, you know who Danny Elfman I is, I love right? Danny Elfman. He is a composer. Oingo Boingo. Uh, yeah, that's his band. I thought it was somebody else. I'm like, I'm like a hundred percent sure, but let's just check. <laughs> Danny Elfman, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, Oingo Boingo. Huh. Vocals, percussion, guitar, keyboard. I swear he was in something else too. Uh, he know. might. He might be. Um. Anyway, oh, he's in a lot of random bands. 
I mean, he's brilliant. He, what, yeah, he did so, the Simpsons. So he does the theme. He wrote the theme to the Simpsons. He did all the Batmans. Nightmare not, Before sorry, Christmas. Not all the Batmans. He did the Batman, which uh, Tim Burton directed. Right. Because him and Tim Burton are like right, BFFs. Besties. Yeah. So he's done some movies that I was surprised to hear as well. So he he doesn't just write zany. No, music, yeah, he, he, but he's definitely true, known but for that that's zany. That's definitely his yeah. his sound. Now, I uh, for some reason Facebook uh, thought that I might like this, and he is a, a solo artist now, just putting out his own little okay thing. This, I. Danny Elfman is a disturbed man. <laughs> okay, is this what you sent me? Yeah. Okay, is let's this transition this. Yeah. This is his song called Happy. And it made me it made me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> kind of like an it feel. Ugh. And it, it's just a big picture of his face. 3D 3. So happy. Like a bad deep fake. Happy. It's totally Danny Elfman's sound. I'm so This is amazing. Everything is crumbling. Oh. Everything is crumbling. Oh, his face is melting off. Yeah. <laughs> like Indiana Jones. Ah. Looks like like kinetic sand. Oh wow. It's morphing. This is incredibly Danny Elfman. Oh yeah. <laughs> like It's almost like it's fake because someone did it so well. <laughs> yeah. I know. Do you think that he just like dis discovered how to animate? And I was like, I'm going to make know, a music I video. Honestly, oh, there's puppets in it. Yeah, you got the puppet. And I can't honestly tell what kind of animation this is. You know what it looks like? Huh? I have an app on my phone. Hang on. I think it must be motion capture of some sort. I have an app on my phone called Mug Life, okay? And I'll show the camera this too. And basically, you can take pictures and then morph their mouth. So this it looks oh, like this. Oh yeah, see that right there? Right there. Oh yeah, that's totally what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like Mug Life and you can customize it like in the app, you can go and drag like their chin down, their lips down, that kind of thing. You can move all aspects of right, the face. Right, right. That's what it looks like. I'm sure it's some sort of motion capture. Right. Um, but the, the whole disintegrating face and and his creepy look. He's creepy looking, man. Yeah. But anyway, it's I, very uh, very. It it was it was weird, man. I, I'm seeing this on Facebook. I'm like, what is this? I mean. So it was released on October 29th, 2020. Yeah, it was right before Halloween. So it's actually kind of fitting. Huh. I mean, it's 2020. Well, I'm I'm assuming that's what it kind of It's a of, play on that. Yeah. Epitaph. He hashtag Oh, he's he's on Epitaph. Yeah. Wow. Pretty legit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good That's a nice punk rock label to be on. I mean, I don't know that he's uh, going to get played on the radio anytime. Not with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really get much more uh Vocal than that. I There's could see this guitar later. Right, this would be like a, a backing track to a commercial. Yeah, on no, the radio no, or something. Like a really terrible commercial. Like, maybe like for a. It's not Ford. It's not built Ford Tough. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe for like a haunted house. Built Ford Tough. <laughs> that should just be on a loop in haunted houses. Yeah, that's true. Happy. That's true. Um, 
now speaking of weird faces yeah and things that are a little creepy uh i ran into this show called um spinning image it's a english show okay but uh they started it in like the the 80s maybe even the late 70s and it's a, apparently it's a big thing in england i mean it went for like 6 seasons and then it, it stopped until this year and they started it up again. Wait, like it stopped in the eighties? Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, but these uh, the puppets that they make of of people are and they're weird. They're like chef puppets where their hands move and everything. They look kind of kind of weird. Um, but they've done a lot of Donald Trump. Okay. And uh, just go, go ahead. This is the one you sent me. Here. Yeah, I mean, I, I would encourage you to watch the whole show because okay. it is, it is. There there are parts that maybe uh, you wouldn't get because. Isn't that puppet amazing? That's though? amazing. Ivanka and that dynamo of energy and excitement, Jared Kushner. <laughs> yes. Jared, he pulls out Jared, and he's just like a actual mannequin. Right, it's just a mannequin. And then his head falls off. And Ivanka's really creepy looking. <laughs> <laughs> then he hits the coronavirus into the, into crowd, the crowd like a they, beach ball. They, they put him up like a beach ball. Vote for me. I'm the funnest president since Lincoln. Oh my gosh. All right, so that's called Mike, spitting image. A lot image. of people are saying voter fraud is a big, big problem. Look at Mike Pence. Mainly stupid people. He looks like Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I want did you hear that? that is what did he say? Let me go back. Mainly stupid people. Mainly Republicans, exactly. <laughs> Mainly Republicans. <laughs> Spitting Image is the name of that YouTube oh, there's channel. There's nine episodes right now on YouTube. Wow. For free, and they don't they they don't just go after politics. Like The Rock is in it. Yeah. And he opens up his pocket, and Kevin Hart is in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch some of that. But I was watching some of the '80s ones, and they were making fun of uh, Ron Reagan. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Ronald. Yeah, these puppets though are are they're masterpieces, man. They're uh, they're amazing. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna have to watch. You gotta it. check it out. Spinning Image on YouTube. Nine episodes, a bunch of clips too. So yeah. Speaking of talking heads, turn this yeah, up. So tell me why you're asking me. Uh, I'm asking you because it's a far-right organization, as far as uh, I am aware. Incorrect. Um, and they Incorrect. Are... Do, you know, do you know who runs okay. the Proud Boys? Please, do you know please, who runs the please, Proud Boys? I, I, I'm a completely black, ignorant of black... them. Please tell me all about them. Well, that's that's a real indictment of, of Sky News, that you are ignorant about the organization you are asking me to comment on live. The Proud Boys okay. is run by a black Cuban-American. So how would that be far right? Let's just pause it right there. This is Sebastian Gorka, if you don't know. He was part of the Trump uh, team during 2016 and also part of the transition. He was in the White House for a bit. Then Trump fired him. He went back to England and is doing his thing. Let me just, <laughs> let me just parse this out real quick. Okay. Just, just, first he's saying it's not far right because it's run by a black Cuban-American. And that would be impossible. That would be impossible. Essentially, is what he's implying is that uh, black Cuban Americans have no position in the in the far right. In his defense, though, <laughs> I think that maybe he's just 
being stupid and not doing a good interview, but I guess what he's getting at is it can't be a racist organization if it was founded by sure. a black guy. Can't be racist, but that's not but how it came out. I will tell out. you that this looking at this man, he he Oh, it, Sebastian Gorka is a piece of work. No, looking at the 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 proud boy, the guy he's talking about. Oh, yes. Enrico uh Enrique Tario. Yeah, he's he's I just Yeah. I don't know. He's not he's not very ethnic looking. No, so I went to Enrique's uh wiki page here. And it says Enrique Tario is the chairman of the Proud Boys, comma a far right, comma neo fascist and male only political organization. So then you go to the Proud Boys wiki page. The Proud Boys is a far right, neo fascist and male only political organization, and he may be running it now. But it was started by one Gavin McInnes. Oh yeah, he's super. Racist. Who was the co co founder of Vice Media, and he has since left the Proud Boys. He doesn't think that they're hardcore enough. Wait, is he is he's not the same guy who does the alt right, is he? No, that's uh, Richard Spencer. They look like you know redneck. I mean, he guys. was probably part of that, right? Uh, but he is he's pro. You'll find a lot of stuff from him taken out of context that sounds like he's pro violence. It's hard to take that stuff out of context because he does say it. Right. <laughs> he does say violent things. Anyways, um, so I just. Wanted to play that clip of Sebastian Gorka telling Sky News in Britain that the Proud Boys is not far right first. Right. And there's no way it could be because a black man runs it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. So just just so you know. That that just that so that basically that that means that anyone who's the far right is racist. Right. That's so what he's far saying. Far right, far right equals racism. Equals racist. That's. I mean, that's what he said. Which I mean, <laughs> but I don't. I don't disagree with him. But it's just weird for one of them to say it like it is. Finally, yeah, I'm sure that know? he went home and was like, you know, I probably speaking of controversial people. I don't shouldn't know. Have said that. <laughs> I've been watching some Jordan Peterson today. You, you familiar with him? No. <clears throat> he's a clinical psychologist in Canada. Oh. Um, but he's. Extremely controversial, um, but he's interesting to watch. He's really—I don't know. I'm going to read more about him. I might buy his book. He—the he, reason he got really uh, demonized or or whatever was in in 2016. Canada passed a law stating that uh, you have to use preferred pronouns for trans people. Mm-hmm. And it was this anti-discrimination bill, mm-hmm. and he spoke out against it saying that you shouldn't legislate the way I speak, whatever. It's very, it's a very small aspect of what he is, the message he's trying to get across on the whole. That's just what he got pigeonholed into. Right. Anyway, I recommend watching some of his uh, YouTube videos and just, like, critically thinking about what stuff he has to say because it's interesting. He's a smart guy, you know. Um, I don't agree with everything he says, obviously, but... Um, I don't even know why I brought him up. Probably because I was just watching before you came over. Jordan was... B. Peterson, right-wing yeah. professor. I feel like there's we've talked about him before in something else, but I can't Probably. remember what. I mean, he's he's definitely said things that are like, whoa, dude. You know? But he, then he also attacks the radical left all the time. He uses those two words. Which it, What is the it, radical left? I don't know. Is it just Bernie, so, Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders, AOC, maybe? I don't know. How is it that the radical right wants to kill people and such, but the radical left is like, hey, we should take care of people? (laughs) 
Yeah, well, Am except you want to kill all the babies. Oh, that's right. Uh, I just went to Wiki, so just let's learn a little bit. The radical left may refer to several political families. The most radical part of the left-wing politics, including anti-capitalism, far-left politics, which does nothing for us, radical politics, and ultra-leftism. So the only one that actually defines anything in those in that list is anti-capitalism, <clears throat> which of all of the far-right politicians we have, I don't think any of them are full-on anti-capitalist. Far-left politicians. Sorry, is that what did I you say? said far right. I'm sorry, yeah, far left. Yeah, I definitely don't think any of them. Um, It'd be super weird if one of them was. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Jim, I mean, Jim Jordan's like, hey guys, turns out <laughs> I hate capitalism. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, everything, no abortion, but man, capitalism is the worst. Right. <laughs> if I was speaking for people who are uh, who have different political affiliations than though than liberals. Uh, then they probably think people like Bernie, AOC, Kamala are uh, radical left. Mm. Some people try and put Biden in that category, and it's almost comical. I know. It is. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Talk about radical. President Trump pardoning a convicted criminal. So today, today, today or, or recently, a turkey was pardoned and also... Corn and Cobb were pardoned. Wasn't that one of the turkeys? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, <laughs> so Michael Flynn in this case is the turkey. Oh, I, I oh, yeah. No, it's cool. That's good. It's cool, man. That's good. And I thought it on the way over here, and we could workshop. I, that. I knew my delivery wasn't going to be great. We'll workshop but... <laughs> it. We'll get it. We'll get it fixed. So yeah, Michael Flynn uh, lied to the FBI. Yeah, admitted it. Right. Got convicted. But, you know, Trump says he, they treated him real bad. You know, he didn't uh, deserve. He, you know, he's going to just pardon everybody. On oh, his yeah. Way out. This is just, you the know, beginning. I was thinking the other day that he he must know that he lost completely like in, yeah. in his heart. But he's just being a dick because of the Russia investigation. Right. That's what all this is, is his impeachment. And so I think we just need to kind of. All right. I right. Fine. Just do what you need to do and come. I mean, it's happening now. I mean, right, the wheels the, are in the motion. The transitions has started, yeah. and they are building the you know inauguration platforms and stuff. In <laughs> How are they the going to do that? I don't know. Wouldn't it suck to be inaugurated this year? <laughs> like, I wonder if is Biden going to have like those brand new jeeps like he's always had at all of his rallies? Oh yeah, so <laughs> they're always weird. jeeps. I know, I'm, right? I, I'm sure Jeep was throwing oh, in some money or yeah. something. Kind of weird. Well, it's probably like a Jeep dealership in Wilmington, yeah. Delaware. It's like, like hey man. We went to high school together. Yeah. <laughs> Can you help me out? I don't know. I'm guessing it'll just be limited people with masks like we do now. Yeah. For now, I guess. I mean, I will say this. I mean, went on the night of the election and the day after, plenty of liberals in the street in D.C. Oh, and all I know. over. Uh, it's probably why the COVID case is going to Probably. Um, yeah, they did... Uh, I just I, I'm feeling a lot more at ease that we're not going to have a crazy coup or something, right? Uh, and I kind of realized I have a I have a friend who's a Republican, um, probably more so than any of the people we've had on the show, like um, Jake and mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you know, she's like, I don't like Trump, but I, I voted for him. I'm, and we've we've talked about this, the policy right. things, and so you know, I've realized more and more that that's the situation. In fact, well, I think Colbert said that. Um, uh, not that he's a super rub, but I'm pretty sure his facts were right. That 
54% of Republicans polled now said they would vote for Trump in 2024. But that means wow. that he's lost 40% of Republicans. Right, because right. he was always in the 90s in right. the Republican right. approval rating. And that's kind of what we saw happening, that he would right. get... I think what bothers me the most about all of this, him you know, dragging his feet, is is uh, the the few Republicans who are uh, what am I the, the buying just not buying in but play uh, by the skin of their teeth still well, hanging on. Yeah, they're just uh, like what what does Mitch McConnell have to gain by this? I don't know. I, I <sighs> or or Lindsey Graham. What are they What are they trying to do? Like what? It just seems like they're well. We think Mitch McConnell's evil. Right. I think Lindsey Graham, well, it's it's been demonstrated. There's evidence that he just goes the way of the party. Right. So as soon as Mitch McConnell jumps on board, Lindsey's going to jump. And then you have someone like Jim Jordan, whose ambition just so blinds him, right? Like, he's going to try and run for president. Like, Ooh. it's obvious. You know, and if that Jim Jordan doesn't scare you, <laughs> this guy allowed sexual assault to go on oh, yeah, at Ohio right. uni- was it Ohio State? Uh yeah, that sounds right, but I'm not among sure. the wrestling team didn't say anything. Right. Look into it. All right. Now you, all you QAnon people, you should be well versed with who Jim Jordan really is if you're going to believe Pizzagate. All right, I'm just saying. Pizzagate. Um so I mean if uh, those stats I heard were were correct then we should really see those people like Mitch McConnell and yeah. Lindsey Graham and all these uh, senators really start to abandon Trump Here's because what I... it just seems like it would be in their best interest to put the past 4 years behind them pretend like it never happened and and, the... and move on Here's the problem mm. not yet for them Okay Georgia runoffs Oh, that's right. We have two Senate seats that will determine the balance of power. If Democrats pick up both of those seats, the, the Senate is tied with Kamala as the deciding vote Right on issues. Isn't it pretty much don't Republicans most likely have it in the bag? It no. Kind of seems like Biden won Georgia. I know. but And hear me out. Okay. The statistics for voter turnout amongst Republicans, when Trump's name is not on the ballot, that's the true. 2018 midterms, true. was way down. That's true. That's, you know, that is interesting because um, there's a lot of people that wouldn't have voted that just voted for Trump right. because, I and don't know. the Stacey Abrams and the other groups in Georgia mm-hmm. registered like a million new people this election, and you better believe that they're going to make sure those same people vote in the runoff elections for the Senate. Right. So Mitch McConnell. That would be uh, if Democrats got the Senate. That would be, uh, be huge. I would hope it would be huge, and I hope they would actually get some stuff done, like a higher minimum wage and DACA, take care of DACA, and you know the the things that I really see happening aren't really anything that I think the the right needs to be that afraid of. No, uh, the, the I can understand their fear of packing the court. That's yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Um. They're not going to take away guns. That's just that's not going to happen anytime soon. No, and it, it's the, not going to work here. The evidence for that is plain. Right. That from 2008 to 2016, while you had President Obama in office, who could be said is more oh way more liberal than Joe. Way more. If we're going on a scale, he's still pretty yeah 
<laughs> Aside from Obamacare, uh, he didn't take your guns and he had to deal with Sandy Hook. Right. Right? It's not going to happen. Right. The only Democrat I've ever heard say anything about it was Beto O'Rourke. The only one I've ever heard say, we're going to take your... And I think he was referring to uh, AR-15s. I, was, I, I could be wrong. That was such a... That was, it was such a stupid. It, it's like at the. It was like the, at the day last of, debate. Why would you do that? Right? <laughs> yeah. It was the day of El Paso, right? Like, yeah. anyway, no one's taking your guns. They couldn't anyway. Like, I saw a TikTok that said, "You guys voted for repealing the Second Amendment. Are you out of your fucking mind? You can't repeal any amendment right now. There's no way. The Senate can't just pass a bill." To repeal an amendment. I don't, I don't think people understand that no. parliamentary procedure. You can't just repeal an amendment in the Senate no. or the House. It has to or be the done. President. A lot of people just seem to have this idea the president just comes in and says, no. take away the guns. You have to have two-thirds of the states agree to repeal or to add any amendment. And people will say, well, they did it in Australia and New Zealand. I'm like, well, New Zealand has the population of... Like the entire state of Utah, right? Is, you know, and Australia is just smarter than us. But their <laughs> population's also not nearly. And it should be known. Yes, first of all, they didn't have as many guns in circulation, and they did a incredibly incentivized gun buyback, which I've heard floated. Population of Australia is twenty four point nine nine million. So uh, ten, like less than ten percent. Population that would be that would be New York, L A, and maybe Dallas combined, or just California. Yes. That's just California. Yeah. Actually, California has 30, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Nevertheless, we digress. They're not taking your guns. So, I mean, the the things that, that I think a left um, uh, legislative body would, would bring wouldn't be that. I don't think they'd even notice them. No, it's not like I, so, I don't really see. I don't really see federal legislation. Loosening up abortion. New Zealand only has four point eight million people. New Zealand does. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't see a Biden administration, even if he has the Senate majority. I don't think they're going to loosen up abortion restrictions. That's still at the state level. They, I guess they could, they could, they could pass restrictions like, you know, how some states are like we can, we only have one clinic, right, for for ten million people. That's bullshit. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they would go. They're not going to change any laws. They may stop certain, which have already been stopped by the Supreme Court, right? So, uh, the conservative Supreme Court, right? Right. right. Um, I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see that much changing that would affect a average Trump supporter, except no. for positively, like increased minimum yeah. wage and. <laughs> you know, and Mark, listener, he, yeah, he messaged me. He said, "You know, I don't really have. I I don't really have a huge problem with Biden." He's, he's a little bit scared of Kamala, like I said. Because yeah, it's the same with my dad. My dad's like, Joe is fine, but I'm just worried about Kamala. I'm like, okay, well. Sure. I mean, whatever. let's see when she runs for president what her platform is, you know. Uh, give, her, wow. give her four years in this office. and It would be nice to have a presidential where I don't, like, despise the other. Like, I could watch a debate and, and take both sides seriously right. and be like, maybe I should vote Republican this year, you know, instead of. I don't know what's going <gasps> to So here's what happened. I mean, Joe is over 80 million votes now. Yeah. Which is like brings brings me to tears to think that that many Americans voted. You know what I mean? That many Americans really didn't like Trump. Well, and I mean, <laughs> even including Trump's numbers. That's amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I, I wish we were higher. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But what I see is 
solidarity on the left and inevitable fracturing on the right. Right. Now, people are saying it's going to happen on the left, too, because we got a moderate in it. I don't see it happening. I know that I know that the left will be quicker to criticize Biden, but that doesn't mean they're going to abandon him, right? Or Kamala, for that matter. Yeah. But the right, how are they going to cope with this, even at the midterms two years from now? How are they going to cope with Trump gone? I don't know. Hopefully he's just completely gone. I really hope Twitter shuts his, his off. Ba- I'm just wondering, because his... There's a there's a difference and we've talked about between his base and Republicans. And I mean his base is the guy that was in a giant truck driving down my street the other day that had a big flag that said Trump twenty twenty F your feelings. Right. Like do you, but what, do you what? think <laughs> if you were a Republican strategist, would you think that you have to have that base to win? No. They don't vote. Mm. I don't think they vote except the only reason they're out voting is because Trump is insane. He's he. So they won't vote in the midterms. He panders to their, their, you know, their base uh, desires. Right, I, sure. I, I, He's I, a yeah. demagogue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just otherwise they they don't they don't really vote. Right. I don't think. I mean, not to say they all don't. His whole base, and sure, there's tons of. I mean, tons he of do, might but. not. They. You're right. His base might not vote on tickets where Trump is not on it. Right. Which is why I think the Democrats are going to win the Georgia runoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. By the way, I don't know if I've ever read this definition of a demagogue. Mm-hmm. Just Google. A political leader who seeks support by appealing to the desires and prejudices of ordinary people rather than by using rational argument. It's like <laughs> it couldn't be written any more yeah. perfect. And the quote they use, a gifted demagogue with particular skill in manipulating the press, 100%. Mm-hmm. Trump manipulated the press for six years. He'll probably continue to do it because he knows that any press is good press. And I still I don't think he's that smart. That's true. And he did lose. Let's not forget that. But I mean, if anything, if he sticks around, I just don't want conspiracy theorists to be politically active. Well, we got Kelly. Is it Kelly Loeffler? That's a QAnon. Is she? She's in one of the Senate runoffs. She was appointed. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's one right. of the senators retired because I he was she sick. won. I thought she was one of the people that actually won. I don't think she won. We have one here in They're, Utah now, right? The QAnon Burgess Owens, which I'm does he is he? I didn't know that. Is he a QAnon guy? He beat Ben McAdams by I can't remember what 30,000 votes, a decent amount. Not yeah. it was like 3,000 or 3,000. Uh, well, let me read you this funny story while you're looking that up because this is a <laughs> what's her last name. Loeffler, like L-O-E-F-F-L-E-R, I think. Um, Yahoo News. A Trump supporter filed a restraining order against his neighbors who he claims taunted him over Joe Biden's election win. (laughs) Michael Mason says he took legal action after being harassed by his Democratic-supporting neighbors who he says mocked him over Trump's loss. He filed a restraining order to have his neighbors stay 100 feet away from his home after Mr. Biden became the president-elect. And he says he even called the police after the neighboring children chanted about Mr. Biden's win to upset his own children. (laughs) I didn't want to do this. They're making me have to do this. I'm tired of getting harassed all the time. My kids don't want to come outside. (laughs) Mr. Mason also says the neighbors wrote BLM and LGBTQ in chalk on the pavement outside his home. Oh, how dare they? (laughs) Oh, man. You know, this guy is a snowflake. I went down there and asked them, well, why didn't you write this in front of your house or anybody else's house? Why mine? And they just laughed at me. 
<laughs> Those surly children. <laughs> oh, it's good. I'm sorry, but when I see signs on the street that say Trump 2020, fuck your feelings, or Trump 2020, make liberals cry again, this is funny. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> Especially after the 2016 snowflake, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys are a bunch of snowflakes. Yeah, she's in, the, she's in the runoff. But she was, I didn't realize, she was already, she was put in place in 2019. Because right. the senator was there, resigned for health issues. Yeah, yeah. So the governor, who probably cheated his way to become governor, by the way. Yeah. And, and I'm saying that with all seriousness, to beat Stacey Abrams, uh, appointed her. QAnon, man, have you... Uh, yeah, I just know it's stupid and... Okay, I came across a TikTok, and I didn't know what it was. Someone was recording their TV screen of Fox News. Of course. Of a... I think it was the, the MAGA March in D.C. The it, million MAGA March, which is probably like... Like a thousand people. Yeah. But there was a man that looked like he was clearly disguised. Like he had like a... Looked like a fake mustache and, a, and like a hat on. It's a hat. no. And it... And her, she just said in the TikTok, uh, you know if you see it. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about, uh, right? Uh, uh, so I went to the comments, and people were talking about it. And I didn't know this was part of the conspiracy. They believe that John F. Kennedy Jr., who died in a plane crash in the 90s, yeah. is still alive and is going to come back and, like, take shit over? Take Come back and resurrect the dead, and is he, like, is he Jesus? A Democrat's son, right? Who died in a plane crash, never really died, and he's going to come back and uh, with with Trump be the savior yeah, of their their conspiracies are insane. They are. I didn't know JFK Jr. was ever in this. Of course, <laughs> whoever comes up with them is just like throwing darts on a board, and you know, so Barack Ashley Obama eats. <laughs> Eats habanero it's, peppers, and okay. when he takes a dump, no, it's worse, man. That's going to be the next president. I just have to read you the first. That line. dump is actually Joe Biden. <laughs> I was talking to my boss about QAnon off the record, okay, because <laughs> she had never heard of it before, and I was like, "Oh, you got to look it up." So I, I just found this first line on Wiki: QAnon is a far right conspiracy theory alleging that a cabal of Satan worshiping pedophiles is running a global child sex trafficking ring and plotting against U.S. President Donald Trump, who is fighting the cabal. QAnon also commonly asserts that Trump is planning a day of reckoning known as The Storm when thousands of members of the cabal will be arrested. And then it goes on. There's one other part where it says that they that this cabal also eat children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's all true. Yeah. I just... Uh, so I'm just never going to uncover it, so... This, <laughs> <laughs> this is what... I was talking to Ashley about this, and you know how we were talking about... Um, if you really thought abortion was murder, you would yeah. you'd do something about it. You would take a gun. You would take a bomb. I'm not advocating for it. This I don't is know, not. Kind of like you are. <laughs> this is not the view of Scary Parrot Media. Uh, so PizzaGate, if you remember, was in that guy's place, man. A conspiracy theory that a pizza shop in Washington D.C., known as like what is it, Ping uh, Pong? It wasn't Washington D.C. It was, um, I thought it was in Oregon. No, no, no. It was in D.C. Uh, yeah, D.C. Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria. So here's what happened. During the election, Hillary's emails were hacked. Uh-huh. Right? Here, I have it up right here. Um, 
And John Podesta's emails were part of that, her campaign manager or advisor. Mm -hmm. People, someone, believed they found a code in his emails (laughs) identifying Comet Ping Pong as a hub of sex trafficking in the basement, right? Uh So a man, I don't know his name, let's see. I don't know if it's on here. Uh, whatever. A man who believed the conspiracy theory drove his, from his house in, like, North Carolina. Right. To free the children. I know. It was hilarious. It's hilarious. And then I got thinking. We talk about cults a lot. Uh-huh. How this kind of feels like a cult. Right. And that smart people get duped a lot. Uh-huh. And I got thinking about this guy on a personal level. That he would take the time and risk body and limb. Uh-huh. To save these children. And I was like, I kind of actually respect this guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're wrong. And it's comical because Comet Ping Pong doesn't even have a basement. It's like Pee Wee's Great Adventure. (laughs) The Alamo Alamo doesn't have a basement. Uh, But I kind of... I kind of respect this guy for, for going up there to try and save the children. I got thinking about it. I'm like, that's it's what I'm talking about with abortion. If you really think that it's uh, murder, then you would do something, right? Yeah. Edgar, Edgar Madison Welch, 28-year-old man from North Carolina, arrived at Comet Ping Pong and fired three shots from an AR-15 rifle that pop, struck pop, the pop. restaurant's walls and door. Welch later told police... He had planned to self-investigate the conspiracy theory. Welch saw himself as the potential hero of the story, a rescuer of children. I got to look up his picture. Edgar, that's an awesome name, by the way. Is it? Edgar Madison Welsh? I mean, Not anymore. may as well assassinate a president with a name like that. Ooh, maybe that's next. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, he looks like a real douche, though. He, you know, he doesn't actually look like a smart person. So, <laughs> okay, look, I, I think that maybe. All right, the image in my head made me think that he might, you know. All right, you're right. You're right. Okay, it's fine. You got me. <laughs> Whatever. So uh, he looks nice there. I don't even know if that's him. Whatever. U.S. Marshals have him. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but he's going to go down to uh, Cuba. Cuba. And sit with the Taliban. Yeah. Um, called. I don't know. Speaking of Cuba, yeah. Did you watch Gooding Jr.? Yeah. Did you watch Rudy Giuliani's press conference? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll talk about his hair dye in a second. Oh. Did you watch the uh, the female attorney Sandy Wells? Is that her name? I don't. Know. Si- I don't. I actually. I guess I didn't wa- watch the whole thing. I just watched all the hilarious uh, yeah. clips. Sydney Wells was speaking. I think that's her name. The Trump. Uh, the Trump team, including Giuliani, has since distanced themselves from her. Oh. Uh, but sh- when she was speaking, she said that this was a plot that had roots in Venezuela, including with Hugo Chavez, who was dead. I don't think it's Sidney Wells, because whoever Sidney Wells is, is super hot. <laughs> Just look up, <laughs> look up Trump attorney Sidney. So, did you hear what I said? She no. She is alleging that the software used oh yeah 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 sydney powell excuse me uh the software used to change votes was created and bought from hugo chavez and cuba and china hugo chavez yes the dead 
Venezuelan okay, just making sure that president. There wasn't another one that I didn't. <laughs> so it's not just that Democrats cheated. It's that Democrats bought software from Venezuela, Cuba, and China. It's not that much far-fetched than everything that Rudy keeps spouting <laughs> off about. I can't believe, I cannot believe that anyone in their right mind would put this man in charge of anything. I'd, here's, it's comical. Here's the best part. How does Trump not look at that and just... And kill himself. Just like, I'm so embarrassed that I can't even. Here's my favorite thing. He's up there talking <laughs> with sweat running down his face. And he has a notebook of paper. And he says, these are all affidavits. Yeah. I can't show them to you because I don't want these people harassed. But I have, I mean, there's a hundred more of these. But I, I can't show them to you. Right. <laughs> but we have the evidence. <laughs> it's, it's. It's so embarrassing. And like, I don't... It's, 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 it seriously should be in Veep. Like, Veep should do another oh my season gosh, to parody this. Because this is... It's, it's, it's as hysterical yeah. as Veep. Like, it's, it shouldn't you be know, real. the things that keep you up at night? Yeah. This is one of them for me. I wonder, are we being punked? Uh, is this a joke? Because who would allow Rudy Giuliani... Whoever's turn it was to run the simulation. Right. <laughs> I think they walked away, yeah. man. <laughs> They come back. Oh, oh shit! Oh, what? Who is this? <laughs> Fuck with Rudy. He's America's mayor. I thought he'd be fine. <laughs> Four years is like you know a five-minute lunch break up there. They come right. back from the bathroom. Yeah, hands are still wet from washing them, and like ah ah oh no. Yeah, dude comes back. I don't know what happened, man. I put Rudy Giuliani in charge. Fucked everything up. I thought he was a good guy. I don't get it. Guy took down the mob. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it could be hair dye though. What else would it be? Why hair dye doesn't leak once you've put it in? It does if you do it that morning and you don't know how to do it and you're stupid. Like was it like Danny? Halloween spray? Probably. I don't know. All I know is I was watching him with his hanky. It's like what isn't it? Uh, who's the guy that did hair plugs? Uh, what, <laughs> Stephen Miller. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with this administration and hair problems? Uh, well. Uh, so, do you think it's like Trump knows all the hair? Because you know he doesn't have great hair. Do you think he's like you know Stephen? Oh man, you know what you should do, and <laughs> then they just have to do it. Rudy, go down to Walmart, <laughs> get a sharpie, all right, and just I can't see that gray. I can't, I can't stand it. You can't have that gray. I can't stand it. If you're not going to shave it off, you got to draw it in. You can okay? totally see that happening too. Because oh yeah, this man is so much about. Look at these. Uh, Look at these pictures. The most frustrating part. You remember the DVD screen saver that you would watch and wait for it to hit the corner? <laughs> Watching Rudy Giuliani with his handkerchief and miss these streaks was so frustrating because it was hot in there, obviously. But he had his handkerchief out all the time and would wipe his head and his cheeks but would miss the streaks. And then I saw a clip where he, <laughs> he took the handkerchief out, unfolded it, wiped his nose with it, okay? Snot side out, wiped his cheeks oh, and lips. He didn't fold it back in on itself. Then he threw it to the crowd like a <laughs> like Trump with paper towels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's seventy six year old years old. He is not well. He honestly, he is probably he he needs to retire and 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 go to a yeah. you know stay in his house and just. There's a congressman that's uh, appealed to like seven states to disbar him. In the states where he's filed election lawsuits, he's actually an actual practicing. I thought he was. Oh yeah, like a, no, he's got he's got like a he license. He can pass the bar. Well, not now. Do you think he just pays someone to do it? Probably. 
Don't I mean, you have to look, like retake the bar every so often? I don't know. But here's the deal, though. Like, the guy legitimately took down the mob in the '80s. Yeah. Like all the families. Have you watched that documentary? No. He's in it, and he talks about how he did it. Like the five families all at once with the Rico case. Well, that's why I think that he's not well. Like, right. This is not the same guy after nine eleven. No. I mean, you know, he has been sleazy for a long time. If you if you follow him, right. Especially in regards to like women and I mean, stuff. He married but, his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But but he might have been a pretty effective leader. But he's done, man. He he is it's just, not. Like what a tarnished legacy. Uh, well. You know, that's what that same thing that Trump's doing. He could have just left office and maybe history would have been a little kinder to him. But now it's going to just crucify him for the, being a douche. He'll be, among other things that he's the only at, he'll now be the only president who didn't concede. That's not true. Or or refuse to uh, to leave. There were two elections where the guy didn't concede, but it was all the Electoral College was a toss up still. So they didn't concede. Of course not. Whatever. This is just unheard of. This is the same landslide that Trump won by. The exact same. Yeah, except more, even. Well, by the popular vote, by more. But the electoral votes are the exact same. Oh, really? 306. I wish it was more. I do, too. But he's ahead by, like, shit, man, like 8 million votes right now. That doesn't seem like a lot to me. Well, when you think about... When there's a population of 350 million. But only 150 million voted. So he's at like five percent. Yeah, but if I had one hundred fifty million dollars and you asked me for eight million, <laughs> I'd be like, okay. <laughs> You'd say yes. That's good to know. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's all. That's yeah, all I'm saying. What else has happened since the election? Michigan. Yeah, they did a little flip flop thing. That was pretty funny. It was kind of scary. Do you know what happened with these two Republicans? Well, they were. Wait, wait, is this the state where they went to visit Trump, or is that Wisconsin? That, no, it's this one. Okay. So these, two, I think it was a county, one uh-huh. county. The to certify the vote, they they vote on it. It's made up of four people: two Republicans and two Democrats. Uh-huh. And at first, the two Republicans refused to certify. Mm-hmm. They said there was too much shenanigans. Right. Which. A couple hours later. No one has found any. Right. A couple hours later, they changed their mind, voted unanimously, certified the vote, signed it, sent it on. Right. Right. Then they got a call from the president. And then they went to a judge and say, we want to recant our certification. And then the president invited them to the White House. Like, how many norms can you break here? Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a lot of weird stuff going on, like, you know, trying to replace electoral. uh... Well, yeah, in Pennsylvania, they were urging the, (laughs) the legislature to get different electors. Luckily, we have rational people. Apparently... The the lawyers and such in in uh, Pennsylvania are suing the Trump administration to stop these frivolous lawsuits. <laughs> I tell you. By the way, this is absolutely true, and you can fact check it if you want. If you are a Trump supporter and thinking about donating to his defense fund or mm-hmm. electoral fund, you need to understand in the fine print, it's very readable, 60%. Of every dollar you donate goes to the RNC, I'm not, excuse me, goes back to the Trump campaign debt. Right. All the debt they owe all over the country for all of his rallies and all of his advertising, they're in debt by like hundreds of millions of dollars. So your money isn't going to any of these lawsuits. Right. Because the other 40% is going to the RNC and they can decide what to do with it. 
And uh, during the break, I'm going to play a actual uh, phone call that was made to uh, the the Rescue Trump Found, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> An actual, because uh, they've had to change the number like five times right. because people are spamming them. Right. Which, why, so, why wouldn't you? Just, I mean, <laughs> it goes without saying when you're donating money to anything, you know, read the fine print if available. But this is particularly egregious because I don't think I don't think people understand how much debt Trump and his campaign are in. Yeah. To states and cities and Oh yeah, they they haven't paid stuff from two thousand sixteen. And what what we're talking about here is like police force, extra police force for his rallies, the building. Like there's a lot of infrastructure and planning that goes into this stuff. Probably hotel bills, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, for mm-hmm. Secret Service and staff. Like he owes hundreds of millions of dollars. His campaign does. Right. On top of the debt that Trump personally has that he's trying to avoid <laughs> by staying in office, right? Yeah. Telling you he's, he's going to take Air Force One to Russia and, and then get off and tell him to go back and he's going to stay. That'd be hilarious. Or he's going to try and pardon himself or have Pence pardon him. Or he's going to put Air Force One on eBay and try to sell it before he leaves. Dude. I mean, he can't be- stay. Like, he's going to be indicted immediately. By the New York Southern District. Really? Like for the text? Yeah. Like, like immediately. immediately. Like, like January 23rd. Like 1201. 1201. Yeah. 1201 on the inaugural stage. If he's even there, he'll be served. He won't be there. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be there anymore. Well, he'll probably be there to swear himself in to think that, no, it's me. Yeah. Like, it's, it's what are you doing? I'm supposed right. to be up there, Mr. Biden. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. That'll be interesting <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Let's take a break. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? No. <laughs> I mean, there's random headlines and maybe one other thing, but. Right. Yeah. So yeah. We, we should take a break. I just, I'm buying time because I haven't. Uh, oh, I see. I haven't found the music yet. Oh, there oh, we well, go. Okay, never mind. I found we'll talk it. talk about it after. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to break. When we come back, random headlines that I haven't actually found yet, but. That's what makes them random. They'll be, yeah, they'll be great, I think. I mean, I don't really know. We'll see. <laughs> this is not a laughing matter. You know, at my polling place, I saw some pretty serious voting irregularities that I think I should report. Okay, so we're going to call in right now. Thank you for calling the Trump National War Room. All of our agents are busy helping other callers. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press the pound key for more options. Hello. After I finished filling out my ballot, I took a wrong turn on the way to the restroom and saw poll workers counting the ballots. I saw one actually spit on one of the ballots, I assumed to render it invalid. But then he stuffed it into another poll worker's mouth, both of them moaning in ecstasy. A couple other workers got a glimpse of this and apparently thought, why should those two have all the fun? So they disrobed and jumped in genitals first. Now, some Trump-supporting poll watchers spotted them, and the poll workers pleaded with them for mercy, saying, we'll do anything. And the poll watchers were 
responded anything, so they all started going nuts on each other. Wow. But then shocking. the wow. basement door swung open to reveal both Trump campaign manager Bill Stepien and Biden campaign manager Jennifer O'Malley Dillon. Stepien shouted, how could you pervert our democracy's most sacred duty, he continued, without first applying an electro-stim voltage to our genitals. Jennifer O'Malley Dillon then produced a car battery with the positive and negative jumper cables connected to Stepien and O'Malley Dillon's groin areas, respectively. As the poll workers and poll watchers writhed in erotic Congress upon the drenched carpet, the sparks from the two campaign managers' electro-stim play spawned a fire that spread among the ballots that had so far escaped the fountains of spermatozoa cascading about the chamber. The lovers integrated the fiery ballots into their play, holding the flames to their tongues, their nipples, their scrota, and their labia, accentuating the ecstasy with just a barely tolerable char. That's when they saw me. Bill Stepien said, please don't tell on us, we just got caught up in the democratic process. Jen O'Malley Dillon added, we'll do anything. Anything, I replied. I then told everyone I'd only keep it a secret if they made my voice warble with an ecstatic yop never before released in this human plane. I guess what I'm saying is the grand experiment of democracy has its road bumps. Call me back if you need details. Wow. This is shocking. Jesus Christ, Teddy. Disturbing I, stuff. I need a cigarette and then a shower. You and I both. This is the Take Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Welcome back. I hope you enjoy that actual call to the Trump war room. <laughs> um, you know, that's crazy that that happened. It's crazy. You know, they were all there and yeah, it's just crazy. You know, it just goes to show how how deep the conspiracy really you is. Know, and and it, it also goes to show how really undivided we are. Right. You know, I mean... When, when you get down the nuts of those it. <laughs> and bolts. Yeah. Uh, so did you hear about um, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree owl? No. So <clears throat> the 70-foot tall tree that they brought to Rockefeller Center, you know, this tree's minding its own business, and they just go rape and pillage it. Right. And pull it out of the forest, but you know, beyond that, they also found a owl stowaway in the tree. That's just rude. I know. Um, it was a uh, well, you know, the Alaskan snow owl. It's got two different names here. One story says his name is Rockefeller. The other one says his name is Rocky. Well, I mean, sounds like that's a a nickname. Yeah, you know. Did they even bother to ask what the owl's real name was? I doubt it. Huh. Assholes. Yeah. Anyway, the the good news is the owl has been rehabilitated because it hadn't eaten, you know, because it was on a truck. Truck. <laughs> right. That's and, a tiny owl. Yeah, it is. It's a small owl. Very cute. I want one. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I tell you I have another baby bird? Oh, my gosh. So that this is, is getting ridiculous. 11 for the year. <laughs> How many total birds do you have? I guess 15. I mean, it's... Wait. At one point, you're probably breaking a South Ogden statute. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, you're the bird man. Yeah, well, no one needs to know, hopefully. Anyway, (laughs) they released the owl. The owl has been put uh, back in the wild where he unfortunately died. (laughs) (laughs) Did they put him back from whence he came? It's a a her. Her? They thought it was a he, but it's a her, and they... uh, They didn't just release it in the city. (laughs) <laughs> right? They took right it back for to the Rockefeller <laughs> Center. Like, Good luck, Al. They took it back to the forest, right? <laughs> yeah, they did. Okay. That would just be... Yeah, yeah. 
Although, you know, there are birds of prey that uh, flourish in the city, feeding on uh, rodents and I mean, if you were born and raised there, you know what I mean? Well, you know, maybe the owl had never experienced the city, and maybe she had come to enjoy it, you know? Maybe she could have made something of herself. Maybe she was one of those people that was going to get stuck in one place, but then she got an opportunity, and now she's on a Broadway show. How did they catch this bird? I think it was just... Like, how come she didn't fly away? You know, you know I don't know. I mean? They unwrapped the tree. And she well, just like... I think when they unwrapped the tree, she, they said she was injured. Oh, and, oh I And see. malnourished. Yeah. So I don't know why she didn't fly away initially. I mean, I yeah. don't know. It's kind of like when I we had you the as... earthquake and I just sat in my bed and kind of <laughs> laughed. Yeah. Her tree was falling down. She's like, what? I bet you <laughs> one of those fucking lumberjacks broke her wing on purpose, threw her into the tree. <laughs> <laughs> make a good ornament anyway glad she's back in the wild um the canadian army celebrated the fifth is that spelled weird that looks like a fifth do they spell that weird f-i-f-t-h my friend that moved to canada she sometimes she texts me and the words are canadian like o-u instead of like like colors is c-o-l-o-u-r yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like look no 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 no, you lived in america you graduated high school in america you can't just all of a sudden you can't be adding superfluous letters yeah it's totally messed up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the fifth birthday of a beloved polar bear at the Toronto Zoo was celebrated by the Canadian Army. They have an army? I didn't know that. I'm just Nor did I know that the army had a bear. Oh, I thought that was a well known <laughs> story. <laughs> uh, anyway, this bear, this polar bear, uh, was promoted to honorary Brown master. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> he got his bear merit badge. Uh, honorary Master Corporal. Why do they have to put the word honorary in front of it? I don't know. You know, that's kind of a dick move. That's like, uh, hey, we're right. going to give you an honorary degree. You right. didn't really earn it. Emeritus. But, yeah. Right. Um, the new the zoo announced Brigadier, <laughs> Brigadier General Conrad Milowowski, commander of the 4th Canadian Division. There's four divisions. <laughs> And Joint Task Force Central visited the zoo to bestow Juno, the polar bear, with the rank of Honorary Master Corporal. Juno is born on Remembrance Day, the Canadian holiday for honoring armed forces who died in the line of duty, and was named of, uh, in honor of the Canadian landings at Juno Beach mm. in World War II, mm. which I'm sure went much more better than our landings. Our landings I think they were at the same time. Well, they were yeah, part of the yeah, Allied. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Here's but what, all all three forces or four forces went at the same time, but ours fell apart because of the way we tried to uh, float our tanks in. Right. I don't know. If Here's you the problem, though. These guys didn't even have the decency to go on the other side of the glass. I know. To reward this to bear. shake shake the paw right of Juno. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what why she's is it just because her name's Juno. <laughs> Well, didn't you say she was born on Remembrance Day? Yeah, I know, but well, that's why. You know, uh, if I was born on D-Day, it <laughs> doesn't mean I get an on, just You know, we noticed your birthday was <laughs> I think it was it's probably just one of those things that, you know, played off of itself. She was born on Remembrance Day, so they named her Juno. Because the army you live found in out. Utah. And that was one <laughs> right. of the beaches. We'd like to give you an honorary <laughs> like, oh, well, okay. We're changing the state name to Utah Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know. But uh Juno. Juno. Juno the uh honorary what? 
Master Corporal or something. Honorary Master Corporal. I don't know. Some Canadian army, Fourth Division. So. <laughs> they have four divisions. <laughs> um, two more stories here. Man, right. I, that, my stories are all animal related. I like it. Wow. Well, you know, it's fitting for 2020 that a squirrel gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see this. Okay. The squirrel uh, appears to be drunk as a skunk. Come on. Hey, you know what? We used to do, we used to do punny news. I, I don't need to find more. Yeah. Uh, Katie Marlock said she fed a squirrel an old pear from her fridge, but realized later that the fruit had fermented into a boozy snack for the critter. Recent viral video shows the squirrel, which she named Little Red, Oh my gosh, there is video and the squirrel is drunk. <laughs> Should I find the video? Oh yeah, there you you got it right there. He's all tipping over like, woo! <laughs> Merlo thought, I wonder what the squirrel thinks when, like, is it feel good or is it just like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know. You know, my brother uh, lives in Portland, so he has... Uh, drunk squirrels, right? He has, no, he has gummies on hand. Oh. Ed- edibles. Uh-huh. And his dog got him once. Oh, no. <laughs> so he called the vet immediately, and the vet's like, happens all the time in Portland. <clears throat> happens all the time, man. Just let him ride. Yeah. Let him ride. Just make looks sure, all confused. Make sure you don't give him a razor if he says, my head's uh, orange and they want to <laughs> peel it. Just staggering. Uh, Murloc thought she was leaving out a safe nibble, but Little Red's apparent stupor and repeat business so he kept going at it. <laughs> and then it kind of dawned on me, oh, no, those pears are so uh, – how long does it take to ferment? I thought it was like a, like you had to have a, an intense pressure or something. Or yeah, it could it just, have just been in her fridge for a really long time. And I wonder about some of those apples I've thrown away in the past that – Yeah. You know, after Mandy left, <laughs> I didn't open the fridge for like six months. <laughs> there was stuff in there. I was like, huh. Hmm. And Let's then, see. Uh, Fermentation. 24 to 48 hours. What? Huh. Fermentation. Bring me an apple. Bubbles on the fruit appear. <laughs> oh, wait. That's with yeast. <laughs> Bring. You got to have yeast. <laughs> Bring me a yeast infection in an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Almost gagged. Oh, uh, I anyway. can't find it. Anyway. It's probably a few so weeks. So that turtle. <laughs> what? Squirrel. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I think I had a little bit of the that squirrel's peach, man. I don't know what's It was going a pear. On. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a peach. Oh, man. I'm, okay, all right. Well, you know how President Trump is alleging voter fraud. Yeah. Um, there was an actual instance of voter fraud in New Zealand. Okay. Um, in fact, <laughs> it's very suspicious. Uh one of the the people got 1500 votes sent from the same email address is that how they vote by email I, I, well for bird of the year yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah there was some voter fraud but you know uh it was between um the uh oh the the i can't say these words why it's english why are they anyway you remember the bird that raped the guy? No. We literally talked about it last episode. That was a long time ago. Do you remember the video? <laughs> I really don't. Are you for real? <laughs> the bird that raped a guy. The, the, the British guy. 
How do you, how did it rape him? How do you not? Ra- <laughs> he jumped on him and started shagging him. Oh yeah, he's getting okay. shagged by the bird. <laughs> I listen when you say words together. I picture something else. Okay. What are you picturing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know, but now I remember. Yes. Anyway, that bird uh, won bird of the year, but it's it's a little dicey. It's cockapoo, cockapoo, cockapoo. I would say. Uh, why was it even in the running? That's just. I know they should have qualified it right yeah. away. You know, the shady past. Right. Uh, but I guess it's two years in a row this bird has won bird of the year. So I don't know if you're in New Zealand. Um, careful when you vote. You know, you may you, you may, may uh, vote in vote in a rapist, which happens here too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Happy 100 episodes. <laughs> yes. I have one more thing for you to uh, view, for your viewing pleasure. I don't know if you hear the crickets. But <laughs> <I don't. laughs> that was it for random headlines, right? Yeah. Okay, this clip I'm going to show you is a is of a woman who serves as Trump's uh, religious advisor. Oh. So she, just remember, when Bill got the blowjob, People were saying, Bill Clinton? Yeah. <laughs> William <laughs> Jefferson. People were saying, you know, she may have been privy to national security. Well, in my experience, you know, my <laughs> limited experience with uh, oral copulation, um, I do tend to blurt out national secrets. Right. You know, things. Word them up. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, things my company wouldn't want me to tell. My Listen, my point is just that this woman is allowed into the White House. Just, just, she's preaching here, okay? Just take a listen. Turn this up. It's on your end. Against America, against that who you have declared to be in the White House. Trump's faith advisor accused demons of rigging the election. Again, that is true, but... After Biden won Wisconsin and Michigan. I'm just reading this for people. I don't know. Right now. High level demonic networks. Let them be broken. Let them be torn down in the name of Jesus. Paula White is a Florida televangelist and Trump advisor. What Spencer was saying woe to is a dude just kind of casually walks behind her while she's very charismatically preaching. <laughs> he does it over and over again. Just wait. Of the Lord. Gets worse. Take the sword of the Lord. Take the sword of the Lord and divide everything that is not of you. Separate the wheat from the tear and strike 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 until you have victory. That was eleven, I believe. Enemy that is aligned against you. Let it be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. Okay, so it's worse than tongues, right? Oh, she starts singing. She's like rapping right here. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. Got it. The Lord says it is done. There's the guy again. The Lord says it is done. So, yeah, that's okay. really funny on video because so, there's a guy just walking behind yeah, her. So, I guess, okay, so you've walked downtown before, I'm sure. You know, maybe sure. not this downtown, but... Any downtown. Any downtown will do. Uh, and you've seen a homeless person that may be on methamphetamine. Right. Um, just in the middle of the road yelling. They're preaching. Yeah. Right. This 
like, right. If Springs. I would have listening to this, I right. would have been like, oh, is that the streets of uh, Phoenix or something? <laughs> like, uh, what is? Uh, does she that, need? A, does she need a home? Does she need a warm meal? What? That's one hundred percent Albuquerque, right there. New, oh well, New Mexico <laughs> is a terrible place. Yeah. So uh, it's a seven minute clip on now this uh, of her doing her uh, her jig basically. Well, just kind of rapping and so repeating. I just, I'm pulling up a YouTube video here. I typed in homeless person ranting. Okay. And I just want to see. Well, you asked me if doing prison was the hard part, and I spent over 12 years in prison. In 18 years, I did 12 total. All right, now, just keep that playing. The hard part here we go. Going to prison, it was getting out and trying to be part of society again. Because um, at one time, I was a contractor. Uh, I had four. This guy's just. We need. We gotta find like the real. I just wanted to play it over the top, see if they lined yeah, up. Yeah, no, at all. I know, but this that that was just a, a weird homeless guy. We want like a, a full on. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. This should be good. What 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 is this? I don't know. God, yes. <laughs> it, was good, it was good timing. If you listen closely, <laughs> this man, just so you know, is dressed like just like Gandalf, <laughs> the Gray. Okay, if you were listening very carefully, they were both speaking in tongues at the same time. Yeah, uh, she she went into tongues here while he was. So just you have to turn the volume up and just listen carefully there. <laughs> This is exactly the same. Do you yeah. think this guy is her speechwriter? Probably. Wow. Spot on. Wow. Spot on. So this is definitely her in like 10 years. Turns out that guy voted for Biden. <laughs> oh, man. So... I uh yeah, she she sounds like a crazy homeless person. Yeah. You know people, you don't need to put music behind your YouTube videos. Stop it. I agree. Stop it. I agree. No one wants to I just oh, it makes me so angry. Oh. Yeah. I just want the raw. Yeah. The raw. I don't want your take on right. it. That's what podcasts <laughs> I just are want for. The raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is this Lee guy and why does he have a channel? Mike? Mike Lee? No. I, I'm, I'm just done. watching homeless videos. Are you done? No, I've got to. Act, I actually have one other thing. Okay. That I think I want to do here. Um, well, oh, all right. I'm gonna ask you a question. Sweet. So I was thinking the other day, you know, amidst all this political strife, um, that you know, in reality, we don't really need these people, and the they're the people that are dividing us. They get sure. up there and they. They spew whatever, right, left, center. Well, uh, not so much center, but yeah. yeah. center's just like, hey, man, just whatever, okay? <laughs> but, you know, if they were to all die, we'd still just keep chugging along. Right. You know? Uh, and I just thought, uh, you know, maybe what else? what else could we do? Like, could we just propose laws and then vote them on our phone? Like, why do we need these people? We don't. Who are just all kind of scummy. I mean, they're all they're all terrible. They're all right. in it. I mean, and and 
and to be fair, uh, we work our jobs to make money. We sure. we may may or may not try to better the place while we're there, but that's all this is. It's a job, and right. they make money. And well, so, it's power, right? And what does power do? Right, it corrupts. Right, right. Uh, so what's your question? Well, my question <laughs> that I want to ask you is now. A lot of people think that uh, we would go into anarchy. There would be no laws and just complete breakdown of society. What's the hypothetical? That all of our legislators died all at once? Sure, yeah. Legislators and, I don't know, for some reason law enforcement isn't there. Now, my question is really, um, what would that do? Uh, Is the reason that you don't kill somebody because you know it's illegal? No, absolutely not. Right. So if there were no laws... What laws would you break? I mean, if if the laws were sure. you couldn't get in trouble for them, because well, I was thinking that there's not much that I no, would do, and that's speed. I don't know. I mean, I, not to sound corny, yeah. but therein lies the beauty of America, right? And that the vast majority of our laws don't impede your right to do anything that you would otherwise do that doesn't harm someone else, right? Right. So. Um, I, I don't know. I just try to think in my, I guess. I would sh- definitely help people have more abortions. Oh, yeah. We'd, 100%. I'd, I'd board everything. Yeah, everybody. Um, I guess, I guess stealing would be, but I don't really, I don't. Uh, it would take a lot for me to still steal, to, to steal, I should say. Have you ever been it. in a store and you've just been like, I could, this, this, there's no one I could just take this and. I listen. I can honestly say I've never shoplifted. I never have either. I've. I just think, but I don't. But yes, I would assume that that my conscience is the reason. I. But there, there may be a part of me that's like, hey, uh, you're gonna go to jail, and that's a whole mess, you know. And having seen shoplifters getting busted, and how embarrassing it is for them, right. and how stupid they feel, so, uh, especially when they deny it, <laughs> even. <though laughs> I right. did. It jumped in my pocket. Listen, not to not to delve too personally here uh-huh. into my own story, right? But uh, this is the same thing that you're talking about mm-hmm. is is unfortunately what or fortunately what religion does to people. They believe that their moral beliefs and values are dictated by their religion, right? Which little did you know, if you happen to leave said religion, your morals don't change. Yeah, your morals were already built in. Well, and and I there's a big separate like the LDS Church, for example. Um, you know, their morals are don't kill, don't steal. You know, love one another. And then there's a few extras on there like don't drink. But I don't think, or don't premier. <laughs> you know, right. but is that morals or are those just guidelines by by the church? Because if you were to leave. And premare, and drink and smoke. Does that make you? You're not breaking any laws, right? No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that uh, religion and laws and society prop up community mores, mm-hmm. right, and values. Um, but for the most part, they are inborn. You you have them already when you're when you're born when you're raised. That's not to say that religion and society doesn't have but do, a, a place. But do we know that, though? Have we ever – I mean, there's no way to really experiment it with that, is there, to raise someone in a culture without 
sure without I mean, any religion or insight or influences to see what they would actually become. It's harder now, but we certainly, you know, anthropologists study tribes. Mm-hmm. It's like Australia Aboriginals, right? Had no, they 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 have their own myth, mm-hmm. right? That they might uh, subscribe to and live by, right? Um, that they've helped. That listen, religion. Religion helps people cope. It doesn't tell people what to do. Now, you might think it's telling you what to do, but really what religion is doing for you is satisfying the questions that are unanswerable. Right. Right? Well, I've always thought religion has had its place in any society. I think any any functioning society at some point would have had to have religion in order to advance. You have to have some because, sort of... Yes. You know, and Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard his take? And he's yeah. an atheist, but he... He's like, I, I get it. I get religion. You know, there was a weak guy that, that didn't want his bread stolen and or you do want to get killed. And so we told the bigger guy, hey, uh, you're going to die and go to hell if you take my bread. <laughs> you know, well, and that's and that's really simplifying. It but, is. And, and, but, and I actually don't think that's necessarily true because I think that the, the thing that has allowed humans to evolve the way we have uh-huh. is our capacity to be friends, our capacity to show empathy. Right. So. While there are some people who would gladly steal and not feel bad for it, the vast majority of us would not do it because we feel empathy for the person you're stealing from. Right. Right? That's, that's what's made humans advance. And I'm, what, my point is that that has nothing to do with religion. Religion can prop up those values and surround them, but they're already in you. Right. Ask anybody who's left a religion if they want to go rape, murder, and steal. <laughs> right? Or Brother cheat on Johnson left. I'm sure he's raped at least three right. people by now. The one of the best examples from Christopher Hitchens mm-hmm. uh, that I saw when someone was asking him if morals come from religion mm-hmm. was no, because if if they did, then the Israelites would have been killing each other, stealing from each other, cheating on their spouses before Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the tablets. Right. They were already doing those things. Those were already b- built into themselves as human beings, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes us, that's what's allowed us to advance so far. And I think the same thing goes for society and laws. Now, that's not to say that we wouldn't separate into factions right? the way that America was, frankly, before mm-hmm. globalization, Right. <laughs> There might be factions of of religion or of culture. We already do that anyway. Mm-hmm. We already group together with like-minded people. You see there's rich neighborhoods, there's poor neighborhoods, there's black neighborhoods, there's Mexican neighborhoods, right? There's Mormon cities. Like, there's Catholic cities, there's Hasidic Jew cities. Like, we already do there's all that Catholic stuff. Catholic countries. They're their own country, yeah. you know, the Vatican. Right. <laughs> so... That's not to say that I don't think that some people would devolve in, and, and enjoy the chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the whole, I think, that, I think that we would pretty much stay the same. And Because your morals aren't defined by anything outside. Right. Your morals are already I just, uh, I just, you know, these politicians in general, all of them, they have a lot of power over us. Yeah. And we don't need it. We don't need them to have power over this. We don't need. I, I, that's just my my personal opinion. Is that we just don't. Well, we don't need them. We do need. We need various laws. We need someone to manage our our money, our taxes. We don't need our them. collective taxes and yes. what have you. But this is the conservative in you, like or, or the yeah, kind of the conservative. We don't need them as much as they say or we think we need them. Right. Right. We 
and this is my view of government. When people talk about how corrupt the government is, mm-hmm. I say, vote. Right. The government is us. You might hate AOC, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a conservative, you might hate Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. But she's more a, a person, a normal person, than anybody in that chamber. Mm-hmm. She was a bartender right. who decided to run for public office. Right. Right? You might find her ideas radical, and she might corrupt eventually, but she's just there. So if you don't like your government, if you think the government is out of control, vote because the government is us. It's who we choose to put in there. I mean, yes, but there's been so much gerrymandering and all sorts of stuff that it's, you know, they're going to gerrymander this fourth district and it's going to make it where, you know, Ben McAdams barely won because of Salt Lake last time. Right. But Utah County came back and now you've got a radical... Uh, Burgess Owens guy who doesn't own a home here right. or, or is not really he's a carpetbagger but and I <coughs> I don't think that I if <laughs> this, I mean this is asking a lot mm-hmm. but if everybody were to critically think on their own yes we might still live in factions where gerrymandering might work but if everybody didn't vote because of the R or the D or not vote because of the R or the D right if everybody voted for their values right then we wouldn't have the, we wouldn't have the problems we have you know i i agree gerrymandering is gerrymandering is a huge problem it's corrupt apparently it's the evil. democrats were really both parties have done it I know, since I, it started but i i mean the, i guess the democrats were really really bad with it in the 60s and 70s probably and it's kind of flipped now and it's right and, and uh but it, yeah and if you watch that did you watch that um explained and, about voting, uh, yeah. three parts. It talks about gerrymandering and yeah, it's a big, big deal. And especially because the census was this year, right? And Republicans hold more state legislatures. Well, and then they it's interfered with the census by not allowing certain things, and right. that's you know that's where that that's where but the politics. I'm like, we don't need you to do that. We don't need. Right. Can we just let's get just popular vote everything, man? Why do we need to do these I districts? Agree. Because that's it's not fair. It's well it it and it also doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. Right? Like even in a state like ours that's very spread out. Mm-hmm. Why should what do I not have in common with in someone who lives twenty miles away from me in district two? Right. You know what I mean? Like why do I have to have a different representative? Well, I who mean it lives down the street it's from me. Three thousand people made the difference in this right. fourth district race, right? Right. So I mean, that's that's three thousand people that maybe just couldn't get out to vote that day or something, right. and it's it's so that whole district, even though it's almost completely divided, is now represented by someone that's polar opposite right. of half of them. And maybe that's something uh, that I don't know. Maybe it's something that the federal government can do. I don't know if they could stop gerrymandering. I mean, why not? Why not use <laughs> latitude and longitude and just divide it up? And just you know what I mean. This is. You combine it by population, however many are in this in that square is worth. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and just have it just straight up by the map. Right. You'd still have. I mean, you'd still have just as many because it's representative population. I mean, the whole idea behind the house uh-huh. is, or, is so that every state has representation, and then the whole idea behind the Senate is that 
every state has equal representation regardless of population, which is a whole other argument. Right. You know? But I, I don't know how to get rid of gerrymandering. It's going to have to be on the federal level because the states will never agree to it. States will never... Well, the only the only parties that will agree to it are the parties that are getting screwed by it. Right. So if all of a sudden <clears throat> Republicans start losing elections because of gerrymandering, the Democrats, you know, are gerrymandering, then the, the Republicans are like, oh, we got to get rid of gerry- gerrymandering. Right. You know, it's the same with the Electoral, electoral college. college. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But uh, for right now, with the majority of each party thinking that the other party is evil— until that mindset changes and we realize that people on the other party are not evil, they just have different ideas, I don't think Republicans are evil, man. No. I think that there are some Republican leaders who have bad intentions, mm-hmm. and I might call – McConnell might be evil. I think so. But I don't think Republicans are evil, and nobody should. And nobody should think Democrats are evil. That's not progress. But we allow – not we. I'm not Democrat. I'm, I'm – undeclared but they allow atheists in their party <laughs> right atheists what percent of congress do you think are millionaires um they only make 174,000 a year bt dub uh it's still say like maybe 60 percent 50 over 50 a little over 50 percent are millionaires because eventually if you're in power long enough eventually you're going to make a lot of money yeah but with the exception of joe biden who somehow in all of his years of public service and his vice president hasn't managed to amass really any fortune yeah needs to write a book or something well after, he might just not care i mean i i think it's kind of bs that uh presidents get to keep their cal- uh, salary forever i but mean it's such a they, like, relative small amount it's like four hundred thousand. I know, but yeah, but that's how much Barack Obama charges for a speaking. Oh, he charges way more than that. So yeah. it's like, why? Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I agree. But I agree, and it, I especially think it's BS that Congress gets to keep their salary and benefits for life. That's at least in Congress, it's based on tenure. That's yeah. all. You know, at least if you serve one term in the House, like Ben McAdams, uh-huh. his pension's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. So. Um, Anyway, good question. Yeah, I know. It was the, pretty for deep. the end huh? of the episode. But no, I challenge anybody who thinks their morals are defined by their religion or by laws to really look into themselves. Yeah, contemplate, look inside yourself and say, if I left today because, you know, someone came out and said, hey, uh, turns out uh, this isn't true. <laughs> it's not real. Right. You wouldn't go. What would change? You, you wouldn't go steal. I, I would argue that, that most people in the LDS church probably wouldn't drink or smoke. You know, I, I just it just doesn't happen. Right. There have been a lot of people who have left religion who aren't murderers. <laughs> I know. Who don't steal. You know, there's a lot of people who are religious who, who are, are murderers. murderers. <laughs> Very true. Very good. <laughs> well, this has been a great episode. Yeah. A hundred episodes. hundred episodes. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure. And. This is our last episode. And. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't forget, we also. <laughs> Oh, oh, hold on. I, I pressed <laughs> the wrong button. Where's the end of the... 29 named storms. <laughs> 29 named storms, that's right. <laughs> Theta is the last one. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody who listens. We know that you do. Please tell your friends. Leave us a rating or something. You yeah. know what? TikTok is where it's at. I still I T- post little one-minute clips of episodes. You know, I went on TikTok, TikTok and... TikTok. It's not, it was not what I was expecting. No, it's weird. Yeah. But all you need to do all is... All there were was like penises. <laughs> Am I going to the wrong website? I'll show you. Yeah, you're on Pornhub. 
Oh, no, it's TikTok. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, go find us at the Arctic Pod on TikTok, especially if you don't want to listen to every two hour episode. I post a little clippage. So find us at the Arctic Pod. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter you know, as well. There was a. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and there was a recommendation from the, the state, you know, for people who can't go home. Uh, if they have to stay home alone tomorrow, do something you want to do and don't feel guilty about it. So. There that address go. again is Pornhub.com. <laughs> uh, Bang Bros is who we're sponsored by. <laughs> the Bang Bros yeah. Arena. <laughs> For episode 100 of the Arctic Podcast, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you 101, hopefully. <laughs>